Well, we are here in the now, presently affirming something. Welcome to the Absent Monk Radio Podcast. I am your host, John Paul the Fuck Robertson. And today, tonight, and tomorrow, we will be discussing possibly three topics. Three topics that you might or you may not be interested in. But alas, we must go on with um, these doings. So, I would like to start with the first subject, this being minimalism. As so recently, uh, to give you a recap, I did a previous podcast talking about guitar tunings. Uh, I have not listened back to this podcast. It has been many months, or many weeks, I should say. Because I had felt, up to that point, I had no intention of ever recording my voice ever again, uh, let alone music recordings, although we'll get into that um, discussion a bit further down the line. It's not really relevant now, but I thought it would be somewhat important to just get some experience under my belt for a couple of months and just kind of absorb some new information, just kind of enjoy life for a bit, you know, and see what what kind of discoveries I could I could find uh, relating to the context of my mind and my own perceptions and relating my stories and my experiences to this life that we're currently in and trying to find some kind of update uh, to make this all worthwhile and make sense from it. Um, but the first part, I want to get into minimalism because to me, minimalism is something I've been practicing for about two years now, I should say. So the first part of the year, uh, has been quite interesting. Uh, a lot of people consider that the decluttering stage where you're, you're going through a lot of the stuff, a lot of your valuables and your you're seeing what you want to keep and you see what you, you're holding on to, but it's, it's a gradual process. And I'm at this point now where I have eliminated so much stuff because it's actually amazing what the amount of shit that you don't need. Uh, and I'm just left with the bare essentials to basically survive and thrive and, uh, just be happy and content. Because at the end of the day, you don't really need a lot of stuff to be happy. Uh, you just need to find ways to entertain yourself in the interim. Uh, if that's what it takes, that's relatively pretty easy. I mean, there's books out there. There's, um, <laughs> there's <laughs> not that I'm trying to, like, encourage you to find these things. But if you want, that's fine. Books... On one of them, that's something anybody can access. Uh, you can draw, you can 
learn a new language, you can go for walks. See, I mean, like, your world opens up when you eliminate all this crap around you where it's just materials really just taking up space and rather than enhancing, enhancing your life, I should say, it becomes your dependency in a lot of ways. And you don't start to realize that until maybe two years in. So I had to look at myself and realize what I really need. And so I got rid of a lot of clothes, a lot of items. And what I'm left with is six pairs of clothes each, I would say with like t-shirts, sweaters, socks and pants, and maybe uh, three pairs of trousers and <clears throat> two pairs of shoes. But I am also anticipating the fact that maybe I don't need that amount of clothing as well in the future. So I am more than happy to discard what isn't needed for me to continue on my journey. So everything has been packed minimally to the point where I'll, I should say what I consider minimally may not necessarily what you consider to be minimalist, but uh, I think it helps to research beforehand before you do this so that you get an idea of what you want to do. And there's some great examples out there from people. Uh, if you just type in minimalism on YouTube, you will get tons of information that can help you and help you process what it is you want to do with this minimalistic lifestyle. Uh, the reason I find it fun and clearing and exciting and relaxing is that there really is no rules to this. It's your definition of min minimalism that counts. And uh, I found my definition and uh, it's always expanding, always progressing. I'm adding and subtracting things all the time. So I don't think you necessarily get it done. It's, it's always in, in the state of becoming. And I think that's important because you're learning about yourself in the process. Um, so that's the first subject out of the way. The second subject um, I would like to highlight is uh, I've been discovering a lot of videos recently on simulation theory and God not existing and Satanism because I, for one, I'm not a practicing Satanist, but I do believe that Satanism would be my religion hath it been the choice thousands of thousands of years ago if I had a choice between Christianity and Satanism, I would choose the latter because Christianity to me is nothing but a controlling mechanism designed by humans to enslave other humans under false pretenses. So, even though I don't consider myself a Satanist, I don't practice Satanism, I don't do rituals, I just find it humorous. Because if, if you look at Anton LaVey and his Church of Satan, what he set up in the 60s, uh, you realize, that, I mean, this is just a form of comedy. It really is a fucking form of comedy. Now, I mean, obviously, Satanism 
has its share of purists, and I understand that. I respect that. I'm not going to trample over that. But you do get your people who will take it seriously and practice rituals, and hey, I have nothing against that. If, that, if that's what they want to do, by all means do it. I just tend to lean towards the more comedic side of it because that resonates with me more. I don't consider myself a serious person. Uh, although at times, if my meaning in life is distorted, my seriousness can be challenged. So, Satanism to me is a breath of fresh air. I, I wouldn't really say that, per se, but that seems to be the case. It's relaxing to feel that Something like Satanism doesn't condemn you for your desires, for your your feelings of lust or sexuality, or you want to eat a certain food, you want to travel a certain place, you want to play some kind of music, you want to turn up your guitar, distortion, whatever. Uh, there's nothing holding you back. There's no there's no righteous indignation preventing you from expressing your soul intention when it comes to Satanism. Because the very act of Satanism, as far as I'm concerned, is it invites you to indulge in your own desires. Whereas Christianity, to me, seems to want to do everything in its path to prevent you from living your own desires. And that's horseshit. We all know and feel that that's fucking horseshit at the end of the day. So it's nice to be aware of those things. Um... Nothing ever clearly makes sense at first, so it's nice to have these things on a continuum so that you can begin to understand them more and more the more you dive into the rabbit hole. Because it is an interesting paradigm we're living in, an interesting time and space, and I'm excited for what, what else is to come. Uh, so that ends the second part. The third part, <laughs> is really it's not necessarily about simulation theory although that this pertains to part of what I said in the second part of the subject or the second half I should say sorry is that does life really exist or are we just creating every moment and thus in that creation life exists or is life just a hologram that we keep reliving that is cyclic because of genetic codes? Or I should say coding. So, a lot of these questions, I feel, don't necessarily need an answer. They need an experience. We need to experience them for ourselves. Um, and so part of my journey uh, in the following months is to cut down on all my possessions to the T to the point where I can travel on foot with everything that I need and nothing to weigh me down at the same time. So there's a balance I'm striking and I'm finding this very exciting, very inspiring. For, and for the first time in my life, I feel like I have, in a weird way, a new kind of purpose, along with music, because I still want to tour, I still want to play music to people, I still want to express myself artistically, uh... I'm selling laptop materials so that 
uh, I can help sort of fund the beginning of this adventure. Um, I didn't expect to actually go through this process and end up losing half of my fucking finances. If I told you I was going to lose half of my finances when I started this journey, I probably would have halted and started making every fucking excuse to not take any action towards this. But something inside of me is just saying, you can go for this, you can do this, there's really nothing in your path that is going to prevent you from experiencing this. And I want this experience more than anything. So, I guess that concludes the third part, or the third installment, and do I really have anything else to say right now? Nothing else comes to mind, I just wanted to share this, because, I don't know, it's just been a while, and maybe I'll keep you guys updated, I want to keep sort of a travel vlog, maybe in podcast form, I think sometimes videos can be a bit invasive or saturating that might not have been my opinion before but maybe now it's kind of changing uh but who knows we'll see uh anyways anybody listening uh who's tuned in thank you very much for hearing these words and i hope you have the best week and uh may your days be interesting fulfilling and wondrous peace out